Well, wasn't that a treat to start our Thursday? Thank you so much to Blossom in year six for sending us her podcast performance, a stunning piece for us all to enjoy. Any other talented musicians out there who would like to send me their musical moments, then please do send them to podcast at heathmount.org and we'll make sure that they're featured in the episodes to come. So what's happening today? Well, I, I don't know where to start. We have got so much joy, fun, friendship, laughter and togetherness in today's episodes. There's so much to look forward to. Frankly, we'd, we'd better just get on with it. Heathmount Family, Episode 3. Let's go. Well, listen, your day is about to get a whole lot better because we have just an absolute gem of a person on our podcast today. She is the absolute heart of the school, and I know that lots of people will be feeling really sad that they don't get to see her every day. I know that I am. Um, we have today none other than the enormously kind, clever, wise, and always glamorous Mrs. Nightingale. Say hi, Mrs. Nightingale. Hello. Thank you for that introduction, Miss Ferguson. I hope I'm going to live up to it. That's all right. I told you not to interrupt me, and you didn't. So that actually is a first, I think we could all say. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, so, Mrs. Nightingale, it's so lovely, um, it's so lovely to hear you and to see you. We're not in the same room. We're actually on a um, like a Skype call at the moment, so we can see each other. Um, how how are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm fine. Um, I'm having a lovely time um, making podcasts and teaching my kids online. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's a good time. We're learning a lot of new skills. And, um, and having a lot of fun. So um, we're just going to jump straight in today, Mrs. Nightingale, um, before we ask you lots of questions. I've got a little quiz for you. I know you like a quiz. Um, I do. I do like a quiz. Okay. So there's no real winner, just so you're aware. Just, you know, just let the people know a little bit more about you. Speak up nice and clearly. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, off we go. So quick fire round. Don't think too much. Off we go. Mm -hmm. Hot or cold? Hot. Dogs or cats? Mm, dogs. Yeah. Uh, fish or chips? Fish. Heels or flats? Oh, heels, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Curly or straight? Oh, straight. I'd love yeah. that. Yeah, Oh, you look great. Both styles, I have to say. Um, sweet or savoury? Savoury. Books or Kindles? Books. English or history? Ooh, um, English. English. Um, inside or outside? Outside. Saturday or Sunday? Hmm. Sunday. Oxford yeah. or Cambridge? Cambridge. That's an easy one. Uh, netball or hockey? Netball. That was another easy one. Yeah, I know. Uh, tea or coffee? Tea. Singing or dancing? Oh, crikey. Both of those dreadful for me. Um, singing. Um, piano or violin? I know your daughters play both. Piano. Good. Pens or pencils? Pens. Theatre or cinema? Theatre. Fruit or vegetables? Vegetables. Red or white? Ooh. Um, white. White? I thought you might say red. Um, and the last one, year three or year four? 
Oh, that's impossible. They are equally wonderful. That has to be a draw. <laughs> well done. Well done. Did you do well? Um, thank you so much. I, we just really, really wanted to hear your voice. You are really the heart of the school. Um, and we just wanted to sort of check in with how you're doing. How are you, how are you feeling in the Nightingale household today? We're good, thank you. We're all feeling good. We're keeping busy. And um, yeah, we're well. Thank you. So what's, what's your routine been like this week? Uh, the routine in some ways has been quite similar. We're getting up at the same time. We're working. Uh, there have been some differences. I'm getting used to conference calling, which is um, a little bit unusual. And I'm having to cook the lunch, which is also a little bit unusual. <laughs> but other than that, we've been sticking to pretty much a school timetable, really. I'm doing the admin kind of work that I need to do and the children are doing the work that they need to do so so far it's working out okay and Mr Nightingale he's all right too Mr Nightingale's fine he's doing his work lots of emails to answer we're both answering lots of emails but it's been it's been manageable yeah it has it's been really positive and I think something that's come out of it is we've been so so impressed with the quality of the work that's being done by the kids um, and just looking in at, at the sort of amazing effort that's been done all around. So it's certainly something that has been, you know, felt across all the teams I know. Um, so can you tell us about anything new that you have learnt this week? You mentioned conference calls. Is there anything else that you've learnt new this week? Oh, yes, I can tell you what I've learnt this week, Miss Bergson. I have learnt that I am a lot older than I realised. Uh, <laughs> Joe Wicks has very firmly taught me that certain muscles have aged significantly since I last used them. And I've, <laughs> I've realised that much as I thought I'd moved with the times, I'm actually pretty behind the times with technology. So you're right, I've had to get used to conference calling and um, group chats online and all of these things that I wasn't very used to before. But it's been fun and it's been really great to learn these new things, actually, and um, to kind of challenge my myself in that way really and step out of my comfort zone so yeah it's been good oh brilliant um I haven't done the Joe Wicks yet I'm I'm looking forward to that maybe starting to fit that in tomorrow if I can um is there anything in particular that you are feeling really thankful for this week uh, I think I'm feeling thankful for the things probably most people are feeling thankful for for friends and family and the systems that are in place in this country to support us. Um, I think in particular, I'm feeling thankful for humour and everyone's um, positivity. I know even in this tricky time that we're in, it's been so uplifting for me to get lots of funny messages and wonderful things from the, the children. And in a way, I've, I've smiled and laughed a lot more this week than perhaps I expected to. And, and that's been just such a wonderful thing yeah no absolutely I couldn't agree more um we're 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 not in a kind of a normal even at the moment Mrs Nightingale we're not in a normal situation do you want to describe to the to the listeners what you're actually looking at right now yes well I am struggling not to laugh as I'm doing this because Miss Ferguson is under a blanket with a torch on the other end of my video so that there's no feedback uh, uncomfortable feedback on this podcast but it's very difficult not to <laughs> chuckle as I'm as I'm looking at her I am absolutely roasting 
Um, but as you can see, you know, we're not in a high-tech studio. Maybe that will be to come. Who knows once I figure this all out. But um, thank you for keeping a straight face. Um, is there um, anything that you have been able to do this week that you wouldn't normally get the chance to do? Maybe not something new, but maybe just something like using your time in a slightly different way. Yes, there has. And to be honest, in some ways, I've had less time than usual for things and in other ways I've had more time than usual for things so I think I've enjoyed a sense of calm in a way and being able to tackle things um, at different times of the day and I've really enjoyed being able to read for pleasure myself which is something that I don't always get the chance to do during term time yeah. and to spend quality time with with my own children which I imagine lots of people are enjoying too. Yeah absolutely. So Mrs Nightingale there have been quite a lot of people talking about various things that they're finding inspiring at this time. There's a lot of talk about things that people are finding difficult but but also about how um, they're able to sort of see the light the, the world in a kind of positive way. Is there anything that you're finding particularly inspiring this week? Uh, I think I've been inspired, I guess, like I always am in some ways, by, by people and the amazing things that they're able to do, not just the people saving lives and things, which is obviously always inspiring, but people reacting in a way um, to this situation that's positive and finding ways to be innovative. I'm amazed by how different people have, have stepped forward and are showing the skills that yeah. Perhaps I didn't realise that they had. And I'm, I'm inspired by the children and how resilient they've been and how brilliantly they've adapted to this situation. I've loved the things that they've been sending to us. They're so wonderful to read and to watch. And I'm just inspired by, by how they're coping with this and not just coping, but actually enjoying the situation. I think people are really just quite amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Well, we all think you're really amazing and thank you for steering the ship so well so that um, the whole Lord <laughs> School team and all those kids are able to get on with, with, with what you've set up. So um, we're really thankful for you too. Um, so is there anything, I know that you are such a calming and wise and kind boy <laughs> i don't know where you're getting this from but There's carry so on. <laughs> many um no you are you absolutely are and um is there anything that you would just like to say to our Heathmount family today i think i would just say keep smiling keep enjoying yourselves make the most of this opportunity to be with the people closest to you and and spend precious time with them that perhaps you don't always get to do and alongside the tasks and activities and things that you've been set just make sure you're doing things that bring you pleasure and that make you laugh and make you smile such such great wisdom mrs nightingale Thank such you. wisdom i know such <laughs> wisdom well listen it is so so lovely to um to hear your voice to see you um, I hope that you all um, continue to have a great time in the Nightingale household. Um, we miss you. I miss you. But um, we look forward to tuning in again soon. So have a great day. Um, and Thank you. Thank you for having me on. 
no, not, not a problem. Um, it's been great to see you. So God bless and stay safe and we'll speak soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Doesn't the world feel better with Mrs. Nightingale in it? Great words of wisdom and encouragement from her to us all. Uh, now, when we're focused on Mrs. Nightingale and the lower school, I wanted to give a quick shout out to someone in year three who has brilliantly sent in a picture of their workspace. Uh, you should be able to see it on your screens, young Eddie, who looks like he has a great setup there, lots of colouring, pens and pencils, a great space to work, and it looks like he's even listening to a pretty awesome podcast in the background too. Thank you, Eddie, for sending this in. So great to see you. If anyone else would like to send in pictures of their workspace, please do email them to podcast at heathmount.org and we will be sure to give you a shout out too. And now, now for the next feature, I don't, I don't really have any words to describe what's going to happen. I just think we better get on with it. Now, this next feature, I can promise you, is going to completely bring joy to wherever you are, whoever is listening. I, for one have been looking forward to this interview all day. I had to think of who in our school family was going to bring us the most joy, who brings us the most joy every day when we see them. And immediately came to mind two women who I know that you are all so blessed to be met with every day and who look after us all. I need you to get excited for Mrs. Demicoli and Mrs. Parfit. Say hello, Woo-hoo. lovely ladies. Hi. Hello. Good evening. Right. So it is just such a joy to have you both on the podcast. And I've set up a bit of a competition because I know that you are both uh, real music lovers and I thought, and you're also great friends and what Mm -hmm. better thing Mm -hmm. to have a bit Mm -hmm. of healthy competition between friends. So I have set up a name that tune music contest. Now, before we went on air for the broadcast, I asked both of you to nominate an era that you would like to be your specialist era. Mrs. Parfit, could you please tell us the era that you have chosen for the music competition today? I have gone for the best era there ever was for music, best fashion, best everything, the 80s, my era. The 80s. Okay, so Mrs. Parfit, this is the way it's going to work. I am going to play for you five songs now you can get once i finish playing the song you can either sing along to the first line you can name the artist or you can name the track or indeed you could do all three so every song that we play is going to be worth three points okay ready for our first song 
I can't speak Mexican. <laughs> that, is, uh, that was La Bamba by, oh, I can't remember. Sorry, can't remember. Well, I'm going to give you one point for singing along because, frankly, that was golden podcasting right there. It was La Bamba. You're on the board. Next song. Mrs. Parfit. That was Kim Khan's Betty Davis Eyes. Listen to that. Two points Woo! on that one. Excellent. Ready for track number three. Mrs. Um, oh, it was from Flashdance, but I can't remember who sang it or what the song's called. Think of the, think of the chorus. Sorry. Think of the chorus. Maniac. Maniac. Yay! Okay, on to number four. Anyone without a kiss night like this. <laughs> that was Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. Sorry Wonderful. for my I do All three points. No, the singing was glorious. Okay, we're on to the last one. That was Yaz and the Plastic Population. The only way is up. And could we have a little line, maybe? The only way is up, baby, baby. for you and me now. I think it might be on a TV show. I think I think the kids the kids might know this one. Um, so Mrs. Demacoli, first of all, Mrs. Parfit, what an exceptional round. Thank you so much, Mrs. Demacoli. Please, could you tell us what her score was? Um, scores on the doors are 11 to Mrs. Parfit. 11 out of 15. I'm pleased with that. Please. That is some seriously impressive work there. And Mrs. Demicoli, this is what you've got to chase. Mrs. Demicoli, please, can you tell us what your genre of choice for the competition is? Um, yes, I've gone for my first year, which is the 70s. Let's just dive straight into it. 11 points to beat. First song, yep. three points up for grabs. Good luck. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew if I had my chance, that I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. Bye. 
by Miss American Pie. Whoa, the Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Good old boys drinking whiskey and rye, singing this to be the day that I die. This to be the day that I die. <laughs> Amazing. Now for for two extra points there, who sang it? Um, I'm going to go Don McLean. And the name of the song? American Pie. There we go. That's an easy one to start with. Very good. Three points. <clears throat> Ready for the next one. I'm going to stop it there because I think it might be the longest introduction in musical history. Yes. Uh, can you um, tell us? I know this, this one. It's Hotel California. Absolutely. I was looking forward to a sing along to that one, but we didn't quite get there. Hotel California um, by the Eagles. You can feel free to sing along if you want to give us a, a couple of lines. I'll wait till the next one. I'll wait okay. till the next one. All right, there we go. On to the next one. Going well so far. Here we go. Your eyes look up to the sky and sing. I don't know the words, <laughs> the rest of it. Oh, I mean, we could sing Beautiful that whole... song. I love it. Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. One of my oh, favourite I mean, songs. We were all there. We were all there with you. <laughs> right, let's go. These are. I, I actually think these are easier than yours, Mrs. Parfit. I'm. I'm sorry. Me too. Oh, Maybe come on, come on. I'm sorry for the playlist. I think, you know, anyway, let's see what happens next. Let's go. more niche that one i don't think i know this one Fleetwood mac and it was called dreams yes i know it now Come there we it. go we're back now um was that number four i think this might be the last that was number four yeah oh, I get, i've got to get four marks on my last one haven't i it's close it was always going to be close here we go It's a little bit funny, this feeling inside. Don't have much money, but... <laughs> oh, I'm <blank. laughs> Come on, Elton John with, um, Come on, you know Elton it. Elton John with your song. Well, yeah. um, I'm not sure if we'll give you a point for the singing along. No, but, um, no, don't blame you. Mrs. Parfit, could you tell us the score? Yeah. The score, if she's not getting a point for the singing along, she gets 10. <gasps> Did I just deprive you of a draw? Oh, I'm so sorry. Miss Ferguson, I can't believe that. <laughs> I, I would be able to draw. Let's take I think the if draw. we have a look. Well, uh, the technicality, I, I take it back. Okay. I wouldn't, you know, I don't want any complaints from the people. So I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it a draw for the first Yay! ever rock star 
for our very own Heathmount rock stars. Listen, before we go, thank you so much, both of you. Uh, Mrs. Parfit, I know that you've been in looking after the key workers this week. Um, and, you know, what an amazing job they're doing. I just wondered, anything for the lower school family or the wider family that you would like to say um, before you leave? Oh, for the whole Heathmount family, I've missed you dreadfully, especially my, my little lower schoolers. Um, and we just need to stay safe and keep each other company on these podcasts and every other way we can. And I will look forward to seeing you very soon. And just scoff that chocolate and enjoy it. Happy Easter. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, and what about Mr. Demacoli? What would you like to say to your pre-preppers and to the Heathmont family? I would just like to say to all the staff at pre-prep, it's been um, an absolute joy working with you all, getting everything ready for the home learning to be sent home. Um, the children, well, what can I say about the pre-prep children? I just love every single one of them. They, they just bring a smile to my face every morning when they come in and greet me with their smiles, their handshakes. Um, I miss every one of them so much. I can't wait to see them all again, along with their parents. I just want everyone to stay safe. Keep washing those hands, children. Um, just look after each other. Keep talking, Skyping, FaceTiming your family. And just please, please stay well. I can't wait to see all your smiling faces again very soon. Uh, well, you know, we cannot wait to see both of you. And I know that you will have brought such joy to all of our Heathmount family with your, um, uh, yeah, your fun and your, your joy. So thank you both thank so you. much. Uh, thank you. Been, to, thank uh, you. It's been good fun. <laughs> can't wait to get you back on. I'm sure we'll sing, we'll sing for you anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. See thank you soon. You. Stay safe. God bless. Bye. Bye. I told you it was going to be good. And, you know, we're not even done yet. Listen, Mrs. Demacoli and Mrs. Parfit are such superheroes to us all, as well as all the other support staff who, who are really, really working tirelessly behind the scenes to ensure that we teachers can all do our jobs this week whilst also being safe and happy. Now, yesterday I told you all about uh, what David Williams was up to with his daily readings. And today, before we have our story time, I wanted to let you know about a really brilliant brand that I saw who are running a competition. The brand is called Scamp and Dude, and it is uh, founded by a really inspiring family who were faced with a number of really enormous challenges um, and they like like so many of you um, really look at their lives and their situations uh, through a lens of light in every situation um, they have a competition to be part of uh, the design team of their iconic clothing brand that they've created. The winner will get their design on a special scamp and dude range of clothes and all of the money that is sold for that range will go to our amazing NHS. So if you're looking for something to do over the holidays, if you're thinking of ways that you can help, I think that this would be a really great cause to support with your talent. So um, yeah, all details are on the screen. Okay, now it's time for stories.
story section of today's episode, we have a dear, dear friend of mine today who is reading us our story. Um, she is the light of the lower school. It is <laughs> year three's beautiful and lovely Mrs. Thompson. Hi, Mrs. Hello, Thompson. Hello, how are you? Yeah, I'm really well. It's so lovely to hear your voice. Um, how are you guys doing today? We are fine. It's been my first full day at home with the girls and it's been all right. It's been good. Good. It's been a lovely sunny day. I've been asking um, most people on the podcast to just really talk about something that they're feeling particularly thankful for um, today or this week. What, what would you say you're feeling thankful for? Definitely the sunshine today, having a sunny day, going for a walk has been really lovely. Yeah, it's so good for the soul, isn't it? We're so lucky yeah. that we live in this beautiful countryside. Um, and I hope everyone's been able to get outside and, and enjoy that today. Um, so, Definitely. so, so important. So, so you are going to be reading our story today. Not sure if um, the listeners know that you um, and I actually went to university together. This is correct. I studied English and you actually were the one studying drama. So this is correct too. <laughs> yeah, we are in for a treat. I've landed you in it there, Mrs. Thompson. Um, Thank you, Miss Ferguson. <laughs> so um, could you uh, just tell us, when you were little, I know that you are a, a, a love books and love stories yeah. and adventures. Yeah. Could you just tell me about maybe what one of your favorite stories uh, was when you were little? Yeah, well, when I was in year five, my teacher at the time, Miss Adams, started to read us Goodnight, Mr. Tom by Michelle Magorian. And I was captivated. I absolutely loved it. And I remember for some reason, she stopped reading it and started reading The Witches by Roald Dahl instead. And she put it to a class vote. Which book do you want to carry on reading? And The Witches won. And I was gutted because I had loved the story that she'd started to read. But anyway, later on, I, I got the book and I have read Goodnight, Mr. Tom dozens and dozens of times. In fact, you might even remember I did my dissertation at university on it. So That's definitely funny. my favourite story when I was older. My favourite stories when I was much younger would have been Mog the Forgetful Cat. Um, and I, I've enjoyed reading those to my classes recently, actually. Oh, brilliant. It's actually a really good teacher tactic and a top tip for parents out there to just start a really, really brilliant book, put it down, and hopefully um, hopefully the kids will pick it up and, and want to finish. Um, Absolutely. The, the, uh, the key, I think your teacher knew what she was doing. Um, <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit about what you have chosen to read today? Well, as you suggested, I read a, a short story. I had a look at the books I've got at home and there were lots to choose from, but I found the Puffin book of five minute animal stories, which I thought would be spot on. And then I was thrilled to read inside when I looked at the contents page that one of the stories is called Ruby, the car boot rhino. And as you know, my two daughters, one's a Ruby and one's a Rosie. So I collect any books or any stories I've got their names in so that was the the story that stood out to me and it's quite a sweet little story that I think the children will like absolutely um and you know if you were I know that you read a lot of stories to your class and I'm sure they're really really missing you 
Um, if you were reading this to your class, is there anything you'd like to say to them? Well, it, I would say to them, oh, listen for the other words for said, or can you spot any adverbs in there? And that would be great if they do, but really, I just want them to enjoy the story. Yeah, we want year three to enjoy the story, Mrs. Thompson's English class and her form, but just everybody to uh, kick back and enjoy this masterful piece of, <laughs> of, uh, of storytelling. So, Don't pick um, it up too much. <laughs> Mrs. Thompson, it's just been so lovely um, to speak to you today. Um, stay safe. Um, we look forward to catching up again soon and um, we can't wait to hear your story. Thank you. It's lovely talking to you too. Ruby, the car boot rhino. One weekend, Ralph and his parents went to a car boot sale. There were lots of cars and vans. Men and women were selling all sorts of things from open boots and on tables. There were things that people didn't need anymore, but hoped that other people might want to buy. Ralph was excited. He saw all kinds of interesting objects and most were not expensive. His mum and dad had given him one pound to spend. He wandered among the cars, wondering what to buy. Ralph saw bicycles with no wheels and wheels with no bicycles. He saw old clothes from furry boots to swimming costumes. He saw bath taps, tools, toys, books, bags, balls, paintings, pushchairs, pots and pans, even a kitchen sink. Ralph came to a big van that was bursting with strange and interesting things. There was a brightly painted tall clock, some funny hats on a hat stand, some very unusual plants, odd shoes, stuffed animals, a treasure chest, masks, musical instruments and lots more. In between the tall clock and the hat stand, Ralph noticed a strange grey pointed object. What was it? He looked more closely. Suddenly, on the other side of the hat stand, an eye opened. It looked straight at Ralph and winked. Then Ralph realised what he was staring at. It was a rhinoceros. It winked again and smiled. Ralph smiled back. A little man appeared from behind the treasure chest. How much is the rhinoceros, please? Ralph asked politely. The man looked thoughtful for a moment. Hmm, Ruby the rhino, let me see. He turned to Ralph. She's yours for a pound, he said, smiling. It was Ralph's lucky day. His mum had told him not to spend all his money at once, but this was a bargain. Ralph led Ruby out of the van and went to look for his mum and dad. Look what I've brought, he said excitedly, finding them at the cake stall. She's called Ruby. They could not believe their eyes. I know you like unusual things, Ralph, said dad, but this is, is very big, finished mum. After a lot of pleading from Ralph, his parents were finally persuaded to keep Ruby, if they could get her home. Their car was not very big, but it had a roof that opened, so with plenty of pushing and pulling, Ruby was squeezed in and home they all went. Ruby liked her new home with Ralph. She slept in the garage. In the night, Ralph would creep out of his own room and curl up next to her. Ralph lived by a big park. It soon became Ruby's favourite place. There was lots of open space, plenty of twigs and leaves to eat, water and mud to roll around in, and crowds of children to play with. Ruby was not very good on the swings and the slides. She was too heavy and clumsy, but she always tried, and she and Ralph would have a good giggle. Only Ruby could get Ralph up really high on the seesaw, and she was very good at towing in the rowing boats that got stuck in the middle of the lake. Ruby liked to play tennis with Ralph. 
she often missed the ball. Rhinos have poor eyesight. And when she hit it, she was so strong the racket would break and the ball would vanish out of sight. Ruby tried roller skating with Ralph and his friends. She needed two pairs of roller skates and a push to start her off. The only way she could stop was by falling over, knocking the others down like skittles. Everyone had great fun. The people in the park loved Ruby. She took dogs for walks, gave children rides and played in the lake with the ducks. She and Ralph made lots of new friends. One sunny afternoon, Ralph and Ruby and some friends were chatting with Stan, the park keeper. Suddenly, Ruby's ears pricked up. In the distance, she could hear a little voice screaming, Help! Ruby galloped off towards the sound of the cries. She saw that a small girl had fallen into the stream that ran out of the lake. The water was deep and flowing fast, and the girl could not swim. Ruby thundered onto the bridge that crossed the stream and bravely stretched right out over the side. Ralph and the others, breathless from chasing her, gripped onto her tail and back legs. Careful, Ruby, cried Ralph. Ruby scooped her horn into the water just in time to gently hook the little girl to safety and into her mother's arms. The crowd that had gathered around clapped and cheered. Ruby blushed. Ruby read. The next day, the newspaper printed a big photograph of Ralph and Ruby. Ruby to the rescue, read the front page. Ralph was very proud. His unusual boot sale bargain was the bravest, biggest, best friend a boy could have. Oh, what a lovely story. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Thompson, for reading it so beautifully. And to Mrs. Nightingale and to Mrs. Parfit and Mrs. Demacoli, thank you to Blossom and to Eddie. And thank you to you all for tuning in again and for listening and for your continued hard work and joy and resilience and persistence in this rather unusual week that we are having at school we just really want to say just to continue for you all to just stay safe to take lots of breaks to be kind to each other be patient and have lots and lots of fun and we're thinking of you so much we miss you so much and we cannot wait to tune in again tomorrow okay have a great day bye (music) 